Melnick in the afternoon. Listen live weekdays from 3 to 7 on TSN 690. Let's go. I wanted to be a spaceman. That's what I wanted to be. How are you, Bill Lee? The greatest of them all, Marcel Dion. Marcel, the little beaver, Marcel Dion. Good one, Bill. Marcel Dion, I tell you, uh, third <laughs> leading scorer in the NHL, eh? Yeah, he played, uh, Bill played uh, a lot of softball through the years with a lot of these guys, right? Oh, yeah, Shaq and Marcel, they just fought tooth and nail. Couldn't stand each other. Oh, really? Oh, God. One of the great stories, we're playing in Hamilton on a golf course, and Marcel and I are partners, and Rick Miller, and uh, and uh, who were we just talking about? <laughs> Marcel Dion and Eddie Shaq. Yeah, Eddie Shack and Miller are partners and stuff, and we're like five up with four holes to go, and I hit one out of bounds right, and Marcel duck hooks his, and, and Shaq comes. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. You guys are going to choke. You're going to choke. And Marcel says, I should not even be talking to you, Eddie. I'm the third leading scorer in the NHL. And Shaq goes, yeah, none. one of them was a game winner. <laughs> oh yeah back. cuts like a knife uh, marcel he dion like a knife shack he was yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest players ever who who never won a stanley cup of course through no fault yeah. of his own yeah i'll tell you he was he was like tiger tiger weight or what's the guy that used to skate around and put the tiger williams yeah that's the one tiger williams yeah uh so who is the best small player in baseball you ever saw Pedroia. Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, that's the a best good one. I've ever seen. Bobby Doerr, I guess he was diminutive too back in his day, but there were a lot more smaller ones. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Osage, the, uh, the tear of the Osage Indian or whatever his name. He was uh, played for the for the Gas House Gang of uh, oh. back in the old St. Louis days. Oh, Frankie Frisch? No, Frisch was, uh, he was, he was the Fordham Flash. This was the wild horse of the Osage. You guys got to look that up. He All was right, the Gas oh, House Gang, the St. Louis, the St. Louis team of the '30s, right? Yeah, the St. Louis team of the '30s. They say he was just a tear, and he was pretty diminutive. And there were a lot of guys that were short that could flat out run. I mean, Bob, uh, what's his face, number thirty-seven, Casey Stingle. Casey was he small. From first on a ball in the World Series, and uh, they said he ran like a tear. There's a bunch of guys that... I didn't realize Casey Stengel was a little guy. Yeah, he was a little guy. Huh. Yeah, he was a pain in the ass little guy. Billy Martin, little guy. Yeah, yeah World They're Series hero. World Series hero, Billy Martin. Yeah. yeah, no question about it. So even as a Yankee fan, Mitch Gallo, you must admire Dustin Pedroia for obvious reasons. Oh, I love Dustin Pedroia. One of my yeah. favorite players in the game. And, you know, not just because he's small, but because he plays that, that all-out win at all costs type of baseball. The other the other guy right now is uh Jose Altuve. He plays for the Astros. Uh some are talking that he could win an MVP at some point. He's only twenty five years old, but he's like five five, hundred and sixty five pounds. Wow, that's diminutive too. I remember as you do Freddie Potek. Oh yeah, Freddie three home runs uh against us one game, almost hit a fourth off the wall, almost hit Four consecutive home runs in a ball game at Fenway Park. Freddie Potek was five four shortstop who started his career with the with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and we're getting some uh, reaction to this as well. The best little man of them all, Joe Morgan. Joe the- Morgan, yeah, he was uh, had that little flexy elbow and stuff like that. He was powerfully built, you know. Uh, the toy cannon, Jimmy Wynn. Jimmy Wynn, yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah, the toy can, and uh, for short black guys that could flat out play Walt No Neck Williams. You guys never saw him. Probably. Yes, I, I did. These guys didn't, but I definitely did. I, I I always wondered about the nickname, and then I remember getting a baseball card and going, oh, now I know why his nickname is No Neck. <laughs> the best little guy power hitter we, Timmy Raines. Yeah. He's probably no, he's about five, eight. He's more Pete Rose's stature. Pete, people don't realize Pete was pretty chiseled and built for a, for a shorter guy, but tough as nails. Uh, you know, little guys have to play harder because uh, they just uh, are more intense. I think they they just show more enthusiasm. And, uh, well, they have like to battle. Birds. They're like what? Little burrs under your saddle. A little burr, like uh, just something that just it's there it annoys you you can play through it but you really wish they weren't there <laughs> kirby puckett another one yeah kirby puckett that's right two little piston legs like turkey legs running around and stuff and climbing the wall yeah there's a i tell you it's a, it's a it's that's a great game baseball because you don't have to be a brute you know you don't have to be a big linemen and stuff like that or in basketball you have to be pretty big there are a few short guys that could play in basketball though too yeah uh was it a short day week because of randy newman <laughs> uh it's actually uh, i don't know how we got ray ferraro uh ray ferraro was drafted on this very day in 1982 and he ended up scoring 408 goals in his nhl career after being told he was too small and he wasn't drafted until the what fifth round of the 82 draft wow so that's what that's what do you, do you get the gas house gang up there? Okay. Uh yep. So uh Frankie Fritch, manager, you mentioned it, Mitch. Uh, Joe Medwick. Uh Yeah, Ducky Medwick. Joey Medwick. That wasn't him though. Uh, oh. Rip Ripper Collins? Nope. Uh Bill Delancey? Nope. Pepper Martin? Yeah, that's him. Pepper Martin. Do you that's have his do you have his height? The Osage. That's right. Pepper Martin was his name. Probably French, Martin. <laughs> like Billy, like Billy Martin. He became Billy Martin. Billy Martin when he managed the 82 All-Star game here in Montreal. Um, and Monsieur Martin. <laughs> Monsieur Martin, I tell you. So, Bill, you I know you, you drop a lot of hockey references, and you told us yesterday you, you're a basketball guy. You're, what is your favorite sport outside of baseball? Seriously. Oh, wow. Hockey. But I you, like hockey players. I mean, I think it's a... Uh, it's amazing. Uh, you play with broken bones. You play in all sorts of pain. You play without teeth. I mean, they're not. They're just like an accoutrement, as they say in French. They just kind of come with the the thing. You don't really need them. You know. Uh, I think of all the the most honest pro ball players are hockey players by far. There you go. Spoken like a true Californian. Well, I know, and there's a guy, I, I used to like the Canadians, it's funny, I was out there, and I was out there, and I saw these guys, they had dance and stuff, and, uh, you know, and uh, they played, and I'm talking, uh, you know, both uh, Richards and uh, everybody, the Jean-Guy Talbot, and, uh, back in the old days. Yeah, well, there's another one, actually, Pocket Rocket, Henri Richard. Henri Richard, yeah, he played second base for me in softball, and... Halifax during a uh, hurricane. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> Roy in Bangkok, listening in Bangkok, Bill. How about that? How about wow. how about Ron Say, the Penguin? Oh, the little Penguin. Yeah, he had a funky body. He hit a home run off me in college. Washington State kid. 
ran like he uh, his legs didn't move. They just kind of <laughs> stretched out. He had no knees. That's true. <laughs> How did he play third base all those years? I don't know. Their legs were far apart or something, and uh, he could get down. Do you remember I, every I, guy who hit a home run off you? Yeah, I probably do. I mean, Harmon Killebrew, he wasn't a big guy, but he was chiseled, yeah. stoned. You know, if they hit DH, he could have played forever, but he did the splits at first base, tore his groin, and he was out of the game within a year. Ouch. So, I don't know, were you watching any of the hockey game last night? No. Okay. I didn't well, ever watch it at all. Well, it's hard to it's hard to ask because Bill is a Bill is like he's a kinesiologist and he would know. Ben Bishop is is uh, he went down and he's favoring something on his left side. Right. He winced Ooh. in pain, but he he stayed. He gutted it out. He won the game. He seemed to. He obviously got something in between the second and third period because in the third period he looked fine. But he's. Oh, you mean he came back? I saw they took him out of one. That game was the second they... game. Yeah, that was the second game, and he played last night, and it looked like he wasn't going to survive the first period. He couldn't get uh, up after going down, but he made it through. And oh, he's probably got an upper body injury, ribs or something like that. You think it's ribs? Doesn't sound like a groin injury. He would be done for. Yeah, you that can't. little Russian they put in in goal, though, he's pretty good. Vasilevsky's a really good goalie. Yeah. yeah. So you are watching. Oh, yeah. I watch. I, I didn't watch. I was watching the uh, Edmonton game. I was watching the uh, Americans play in the uh, soccer cup. and they. Oh, the Women's World old, Cup. Yeah. Yeah, they got this old white-haired broad that plays on the left wing that's really, she can finish. Who, who does? The Americans. Americans. Oh, yeah, the Americans won their game last night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they won. They're, they're playing more. right now in Olympic Stadium. It looks like there's 42 people there. No, the Americans yeah. are playing? No, no, no. It's Spain and Costa Rica. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm watching that, too. I just watched a little bit of that. Spain looks like they're pretty good. Costa Rica. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not big on women's soccer that much. Seems to be a lot of space between them. <laughs> They don't flop like, like the men. They don't flop like the men, Bill. Well, they don't get they don't get close enough to flop. <laughs> yeah, I can tell Diana's not near you, is she? No, no, she's downstairs. Yeah, of course, you wouldn't say that if she was sitting next to you, would you? Oh no, I'm really brave when I'm upstairs. <laughs> By the way, a Canadian history at the Major League draft yesterday. A kid from Calgary, right? By the Marlins. Uh, what was his name? Naylor, Josh Naylor. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Highest uh, overall Canadian draft pick in baseball history. Ever. Is he from Calgary? I think he's from. Is he from the Calgary area? Mm-hmm. Has to be if he's. They. Yeah. I'll look him up and stuff. Did you guys find out about Ted Bosfield, Penticton Peach? He almost threw a perfect game. Who, who is for who? Ted Bosfield. He was a left-hander, pitched in the fifties and sixties. Beat the Yankees his first two times out in August. This year. Yeah. This year. On, like, yeah, Canadian kid pitched for the. Uh, Trying to think who he pitched for the California Angels, and he pitched for someone else before that, Boston Red Sox. And I never heard of him. That's okay, Bill. That's okay. I, I never I heard. I never heard of him that. either. Do you guys? Huh? Do you guys know Bill? No? You're talking about someone from the 30s. No, no, he's the 50s. Oh, 60s. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally confused. Hold on, hold on, Bill. Bill, hold on a second. Are you talking about a guy who pitched in the 50s and 60s? Yes. Well, when did he do that? Why is, like, did you just discover August him? August 58. He beat the Yankees twice. He beat the Yankees twice? In back-to-back starts, yeah. In 1958? Are yeah. you Are you, like, in the twilight zone right now? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm reading that, uh, I, that I, I found you know, him. Heroes, Bums, and Other Ordinary. Oh, the thing. Dan Turner book. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I found Ed Bosefield with a W, Bosefield, from he Vernon, did. B.C. It says here Vernon, B.C. Yeah, Vernon, B.C. All right, I got to end you with I, I got to end with this, Bill, and I I think I know I think everybody almost who knows Bill Lee knows this story, but the guy is taking the time to text us at eleven six ninety. My favorite Bill Lee story. Once at the Big O, he and his pitching coach got into it. Bill wanted to start in the game. The coaching staff told him to keep his arm warm in the bullpen. Bill being Bill, uniform and all, he left the Big O in a bit of a mood. He crossed Pinot for Sherbrooke. Found himself at a bar after a few beers. The bartenders or a client tapped him on the shoulder, pointed up at the TV. The broadcasting the game, the pitching coach and the other pitchers in the bullpen looking confused, shrugging their shoulders, shaking their heads. They were apparently looking for Bill, who was at the bar enjoying a few beers. Bill quickly finished his beer, raced back to the Big O, made it back to the park, and pitched in the game. Please tell me this is a, I wish. Please tell me this is a true story or at least close. I almost don't want to know if it isn't true. No, it's close. That's the one where I walked out on Rodney. That's the same story told in a different and a, a different, you know, it's in a planet far, far away in another galaxy. You know, that was the Sashalaga in LaSalle. Uh, that's where I was shooting pool with a guy that had MS. He ran the table on me. I had another beer with Terry Mosher. I went back. I did not get in the game. We lost 10 to 9 or 9 to 8, and Rodney Scott should have pitched run. That's the game when Woody Fryman's elbow fell off, I think. Right. That's the one that Rod looked up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's, that's the. See, everybody has a, a vision of, a, of a, a scenario of the story. What is the truth? What is the real truth? That's why I'm reading uh, Into the Wild, the story of the the kid, Chris, who went up there and tried to survive in the wilderness, and Krakauer made the movie. Yeah, Sean it was a, Penn directed. Sean Penn, yeah, yeah. it's a great movie. It's a great cast, too. Yeah, 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 that was an amazing story. Mm-hmm. All great right. story. I'm rereading it. I'm rereading it from the sister's perspective, because the parents were made out to be really nice people, and I found out they were the people that drove the kid insane. You know, and it's uh, you find out when you read... The other, the other side of the story, you know, you get the truth. What is the truth? The truth is relative a lot of times. Depends on what side of the bridge you're on. But when it comes to ner- number 37 for the Montreal Expos, the only one who knows the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is Bill. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Melnick in the afternoon. Listen live weekdays from 3 to 7 on TSN 690.